right. We can't do anything together. Stop. Stop, don't need that face. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is my face. I can't. Okay. This is okay. just my normal face. I can't do anything about it. Hi guys, welcome back to the How Great Is That Art podcast, the most wholesome podcast in the Northwest. Today, um, I'm starting like a new series. I already have one, um, but this one's going to be more, I guess, faith-based, kind of, not really, sort of. Um, less arty? Yes, it's going to be less arty. This is the most art you're going to get in this episode. It's um, beautiful art, to be honest. I don't know what building this is. If you know, t- let me know but I don't. Um, but yes, today we're going to be talking about Catholic school and people's Catholic school experiences or like Christian school experiences. Because <laughs> I, I personally, I never went to Catholic school. I never went to Christian school. Um, I, but every time I talk to someone and then I bring up that I'm Christian, um, if you don't know, I am. I don't know how you would have not known. What? Yeah, I know it's a shock. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but every time I bring that up, um, I always get either, oh, I was born Catholic or I was raised Catholic or I was raised Christian, born Christian, or I went to Catholic school. And it's usually from people who are no longer religious or no longer that religion. And mm-hmm. it always, like dwelled in my mind like why is that like what happened because it's like you kind of had the quote-unquote perfect like upbringing to be that like you yeah yeah. it's literally like formed for you you were tailored yeah yeah yeah. and it's like um forgot what it's like this bible verse talking about like train up your child in the way they should go and then something something so it's kind of like that's your training and then it just didn't happen it's like why did that what what happened there yeah um for that to happen and so i wanted to do like a little investigation <laughs> so um yeah i'm going to be bringing on different people that went um and then just to find out like how their experiences were and like why they even went in the first place um and if there's anything they've learned from going there or things they didn't like uh, this is not to bash on like, any Catholics anyway, by the way, because I, <laughs> although I don't agree with You're a everything. Catholic hater. Oh my God. No, no, I no. Can't I, although I don't Call them with... out. Call them <laughs> out. <laughs> I don't agree with everything. Say like, their name. Catholicism teaches. I don't agree with everything, but at the end of the day, they're still Christian. Like I still consider them Christians, you know, and he, there's a lot of good things in Catholicism. So it's not here to bash. I'm just here to find out why. Like, what's the reason behind it? I'm sure people have had good experiences in Catholic schools. Um, but from what I've heard, it, it's a bit mixed. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So today I brought on Shivani. Um, You might know who she is. She's been on the podcast quite a few times. Um, and Shivani actually went to a Catholic school. So... I went to a Catholic yeah. primary school. You yeah. went to a Catholic primary school. Um, I went to a Catholic primary school. My formation, my formative years, I went to a Catholic school, basically. So how long did you go for? So I actually went to a different school because I used to live in Pinner. So 
I used to go to a school there and then I moved to a Catholic school from year three to year six. So I didn't actually go there for too long. Mm. But I feel like most of my memories that are actually active are from my Catholic school. Yeah, that was St. Benedict's. So um, you're, well, you're not Catholic, are you? No. So I don't have, we have no Christian kind of like background (laughs) at all. Uh, my family's all Hindu. So, so. <laughs> well, okay, okay, it's not that like far because, like, I know, uh, I think it was, I've read this somewhere, but it was quite old. It was like 2016. It was like one in three children that go to Catholic school are non religious. Aren't actually Catholic. Um, yeah. So, why did your parents send you to a Catholic school? Or so, my dad also went to a Catholic school. Right. So, you know, that kind of thing as well, that he went to a Catholic school, I'll go to Catholic school, but also I think there's a big reputation of Catholic schools being really good for discipline and like they just, they're better education and stuff. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with the funding that they get. I'm pretty sure they get a bit of funding from the church. So so. I don't know if they're regarded to be better schools, but I know that definitely for my parents, they always thought a Catholic school's good discipline, good kind of values. Mm -hmm. And you know, just like a good education compared to like a regular state school, right? Um, so the school I went to was Roman Catholic, um, and most of the people that went there were kind of like of an Irish background, um, or like sort of Indian, Portuguese, Sri Lankan kind of background as well. But I was one of the very few children of color. Like there weren't very many right. ethnically diverse people there. But yeah. Um, so would you say location was a part of it as well? Or was that like was the goal to send you to a Catholic school? Was it always Catholic school? Or did location no. have a part? I think that? location definitely had a part. Um, they also wanted to send me to a Hindu school because there was a Hindu school being uh, built, mm-hmm. but I think that was built too late for me to join. Um, by then I'd already joined Claremont, so there was no point in me moving schools. But um I used to live in Pinnacle, obviously, when I was there, I went to, like, a regular school, um, no sort of religious affiliation. And then when I moved to where I live now, it's, you know where it is, it's, like, 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes up the road. Yeah. So location was a big part, but also they really wanted me to go to a Catholic school. I was on the waiting list for the school for a very long time. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But luckily, so my mum teaches at a school that is associated with the Greek Orthodox Church. Um, so, like, Eastern Christianity, very different. But also you need like a recommendation from a priest to go to a Catholic school and to confirm your faith. So that priest was able to get me into this school kind of thing. Well, you give me a little... <laughs> a little bump up, yeah. Wow, I didn't know it was that in-depth. Like you had to like... Yeah, because wow. you're on a waiting list because obviously they give priority to Catholic yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then you need like a recommendation if you're not Catholic, I'm pretty sure. Um, or like you need someone to say yeah you know this kid's good for the school so that's what happened and then that's how I got in that's why I think I started pretty late because mm. I moved to this house when I was in year one yeah um, but then to get into that school that was like a long process yeah so um, what describe like a whatever you can remember describe like a regular day in the school like let's say it was like a a Monday, like what yeah, would usually no, happen? I I kind of remember the structure. 
quite well because it was such a change from my other primary school. Right. Um, but now I'm like, oh, you guys didn't do this. So we would start the day either with assembly. So if it, if it was an assembly day, you would go in and there'd be hymns and you'd like sing. Um, there'd be prayers and stuff. And there'd just be like regular announcements, like a regular assembly, um, you know, certificates and all the school stuff. But I think that was very different that we had a prayer. So even if there was no assembly, you'd go to your form, your like your kind of form room, and there would be the school prayer. So you'd start the school day with the school prayer. And I'm pretty sure you'd also start it with the Lord's Prayer. Mm. Yeah, I think we started with the Lord's Prayer and we'd end the day with um, Hail Mary. So it was one of those two. I don't know. I don't remember which program <laughs> it was. And then, so yeah, you you do your prayer, you do your sort of registration. How's everyone doing? How's your weekend? Mm-hmm. Check your like. Have you signed your? I don't know. Whatever. You'd go to classes, or the teachers would come to you. Um, the coolest thing about the school was that you'd get those old school desks that come up, oh, and all that, your books, yeah. your books would go inside. <laughs> um, I remember that really vividly. And then, yeah, you'd have normal classes. Nothing was different apart from RE. Mm. Like RE was the only subject where I think it would be very different to everyone else's that we'd only really learn about Christian, like nothing else. Right. It would just be Catholicism. Right. Um, and we'd also go to church. So there'd be, I think, every fortnight or every three weeks or something, we'd go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then certain days we'd go like once a week. Like it, dep- it really depended on what it was. Um but yeah, we learned a lot about Catholicism and we'd read the Bible and stuff. And then we'd also go to the church just up the road, you know, the one. Um, so everyone would go in pairs and then you'd go to church, you'd sit in church, listen to these sort of sermons. And then you'd go up for communion and stuff like that. So um, that's not a regular day, but that's kind of like an overview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did they? Uh, did oh, they ever- sorry. Yeah. We also had a lunchtime prayer. So before we oh. went to lunch, we'd say like grace basically before yeah, you yeah. went to get your food. Yeah. So we'd pray three times a day. Oh. Yeah. I don't even pray three times a day. No, not a good question. <laughs> well, the thing is though, those are structured prayers, so that's different. So it's like... Yeah. Well, actually technically four, because you'd say the school prayer, you'd say the Lord's Prayer, you'd say your lunchtime prayer, and then you'd say Hail Mary. So four. Mm. Yeah, I don't actually know the Hail Mary one. I know the Lord's Prayer because we say that. I don't know the Hail Mary prayer. It's like, uh, I remember half of it. It's like, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, and that's where I that's where I forget the rest. I've, I've never heard that before ever. Oh, for, no, forgive, forgive us our sin. That's the Lord's Prayer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, then I get. Then I get. <laughs> Hail Mary. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, your screen's frozen. I don't know why. Oh, Great. You. oh, you're back. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you hear me shouting, Chris? I heard it the, the last part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. That that was that was Mother Mary telling me off for not knowing the prayer. <laughs> So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So they didn't teach about like other religions in, in like RE. So no and yes. Okay. So like we'd have, so 
every single day or every time we did our re, I don't remember the actual structure, but every time we did our re, it would be about Christianity, something to do with Christianity, something to do with specifically Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Um, but there would be, we had in, I, I don't know if it was called interfaith or like faith day, something like that. We'd have certain, I think once a month or like once a term, we'd have a lesson which was about a different faith. Yeah. Not a lot of stuff it wasn't a lot at all but it was like kind of the basic like this faith also exists and this faith also exists i think mainly to fall in line with the national curriculum because you had to teach kids about other faiths um so that was it i remember because i remember when it was hindu hinduism kind of um day i was the one in charge of like teaching everyone about hinduism i, was like, <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> so yeah but so there'd, there'd be a little bit like snippets, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was kind of similar for secondary school, though. We really mainly focused on Christianity. Yeah, yeah. I would say yes. Yeah, because the, the exam was on Christianity. On Christianity, yeah. Um, I would say, well, I haven't been to Catholic school, but I would imagine it was, it was more diverse in the secondary school than like in Catholic school. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I'd never really been exposed. I actually had because I went to a different primary school first. But again, we we were too young to know what religion and stuff was. Now in hindsight, I can say, yeah, I was exposed to different religions. Mm-hmm. But actually in terms of speaking about it, when I was at primary school, not really. Like it was all Catholicism. Like I knew they existed, mm-hmm. but nothing to really do with it. So um, were all your teachers Catholic or... Were some of them like not Catholic, or you did you not know? I'm pretty sure they were. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure they were. I I couldn't tell you for sure because I don't think we ever discussed it. But like 99%, I think they were. I I want to say they were at least Christian, if not Catholic. Right. Right. Yeah. And um. Oh, I had a very good question. Uh. Damn it! It's lovely. And most of them were of an Irish background. Okay. Like I don't, I don't remember having. I I remember having one teacher that wasn't like white Irish. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. I don't remember any of my teachers' names except my <laughs> year six teacher. Father but, Harris. <laughs> no, he he was a P teacher, and he was the oh. nicest man. <laughs> he was so nice, but I'm pretty sure he was also Christian. But he wasn't like white Irish Christian, yeah. Oh, um, so did you like um practice at home, like like Catholicism? Did they have to did you have to like say prayers in your house and stuff like that? Or no. It was like separate. No, it was pretty, pretty separate. Like we're not an incredible incredibly i wouldn't say we're like a very super religious family anyway mm-hmm. like my parents pray and stuff but we don't there's no sort of like active i don't know how to explain it uh i guess it's also to do with the religion because it's not as intense as like other religions where there's no strict set rules or anything mm-hmm. so um it's not like islam where there's like food rules and you know you pray this many times you do this kind of there's no actual structure yeah um uh but yeah, no, it was pretty separate, like school separate and home separate. 
and the school didn't really force you to do it because they knew I wasn't Christian. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. So what would you say were some things that you didn't like about going there? Like your uh, least favorite things? To be honest, it was a really good school. I okay. really liked it. Everyone was super nice to each other. Like you kind of get some primary school experiences of like, oh my God, did shit this happen? But no, nothing super. I think the most dramatic thing that happened in our school was when one kid fell off the rail and he cracked his head open. Like that was the that extent of my school. school. <laughs> I feel like every, one kid always <laughs> cracked their head open. I remember it was Mark. I remember Mark <laughs> cracking his head open. Um, no, I think one thing for sure would be sort of a lack of diversity. Mm. I wish I wish I was experienced to more diversity as a child right. um, because when I came to secondary school it's like a massive culture shock um, I don't but I don't think that's something I didn't like I just wish there was more of it because um, there, there were loads of backgrounds like we had you know we had quite a few Filipino kids we had um, you know I think there was a couple Sri Lankan kids I want to say there was like some Indians maybe and like some people from Jamaica and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we had like ethnic diversity, not a lot of it, but still a, a good amount, but no sort of like extra, you know, yeah. experiences. Um, I'd say it was a quite a strict school, but in a good way as well. Right. Like you were, they kind of taught you the consequences for your actions, but in a very passive way, not in like an aggressive way. So they didn't there beat were no you detention. No. <laughs> there, there were like no detentions or anything. Yeah. You know, it was just very much think about what you've done. Like that's wrong. I remember having to write a sorry note. That was the kind of punishment that we get is you have to write a note to say you're sorry for doing this. And then yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I don't similar. think I had a yeah, I don't think I had a negative experience at primary school. Mm. Do you think it would be different if you were to go during secondary school it's like a secondary school catholic school i think so i was supposed to go to a catholic secondary school but i think we didn't go because we just um i think my parents uh, one it was quite far like you'd have to take two or three buses to get to you know sacred heart yeah yeah and salvo and stuff so i was supposed to go to sacred heart or saint greg's because most of our school kids went to either of those two catholic schools but again, it was that sort Saint of. Greg's to, <laughs> oh. uh, so Saint Greg's, I didn't go because of the reputation. Yeah. Because uh, it's a bad school. <laughs> um, Sacred Heart, I didn't go one because it was too far, and two because uh, my parents were a bit skeptical at an old girls' school because yeah. like you know reputations of bullying, being stuck with girls for the whole time, you kind mm. of end up in this sort of click, clicky kind of situation. But I think it would have been harder for sure because I would have been old enough to realise that I was different to everyone else somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would have been a bit harder to adjust. But I'm happy that I went to a, a non-faith school for secondary school because it's it's about that life experience of needing to experience people from different backgrounds yeah, and being able to interact with them and hearing about their stories. And, you know, we had such a diverse secondary school like people from every corner of the earth kind of thing so yeah 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 i, I, I think agree really i think i'm, I'm well I'll, I'll say i'm quite happy that my parents m- let me go to public school though i don't think yeah. that was even in the question like none of my 
siblings went to like a Christian or like Catholic school or yeah. anything like that. I don't think that was ever going to be in the conversation. I think just because uh, my parents were comfortable in teaching us about like your faith at home. Yeah, like they were strong enough in order to like they would take charge of that part. And also mm. we went to church like since I was born, we went every week. So yeah. they trusted that that would be enough, I guess. And I would say it's good to have outside experience as well. So you're not too like close. In your own bubble. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's I, I believe that sometimes uh the way you learn stuff is by seeing like seeing it for yourself and yeah for sure so like say if um like one thing in the bible is like don't be drunk and stuff like that and then uh like if that's just told to someone <laughs> yeah and our like, school <laughs> yeah if, if that's just told someone like someone just told me don't be drunk and then i'm just like why like you're eh, whatever yeah like you're why i don't understand and but if you see like the effects that it can have I'm not saying it happens all the time, but like you see some people like yeah, no, for driving, sure. they get into like dangerous things. So you see there's a danger to it. And we've and so, seen people do that at our school. Like we've yeah. seen literal people, you know, unfortunately pass away because of stuff like yeah. that. And it's like because you you know the like consequence, you can see, okay, this is like is reason it's more reasonable now. And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um as opposed to not knowing why. And then people just do it for themselves. And then they're just like, oh, I'm fine. Like, say if uh, I didn't know why getting drunk was necessarily a bad thing. Um, yeah. And then I get drunk and then nothing happens to me. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Like, this is, yeah. what's wrong with this? This is a, like, this is a joke. Like, why am I believing in this? Like, why has this been hidden all my life? There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that could, stuff like that is one of the reasons why, some people would be like they would push religion so far away after coming out of such an environment like a catholic school like something that like it's a close been... environment yeah because they didn't get exposed to that stuff and so now it's like now's their chance to see everything because they're like they're, sure. they're loose it's like when you cage an animal and then you let yeah. them out and they just they just go because they like, don't know what yeah. to do they're like oh i'm free like now i can do anything i want um, yeah so I think it's without important. thinking of the consequences yeah it's important to give I'm not a parent but like I would say it's important to give you like your child freedom like to let yeah them... the opportunity to actually ex- like you said you need to experience it for yourself you don't I think there's like a saying isn't there? like you have to fall to like know yeah. what happens so yeah that's such an important thing to have it's like a lot of exposure to different Mm -hmm. backgrounds different experiences different faiths different cultures and stuff yeah it's like and it's not even it's not even just me saying like i would say it's it's a biblical thing too because it it talks about like walking through valleys of death and stuff like that those are like the tough parts and like you read all these stories in the bible how people face adversity and then they came out it's like you need these things in order to like build yourself up yeah i'm not saying like go and get junk so you can see how bad. It is. Yeah, I'm just don't saying. Get drunk and crash your car. I'm just saying, like they should know why. Like at least yeah. give them an explanation behind it. L- let them have the ability to choose 
because I think that's yeah. the most important. If you don't choose Christianity, I don't think you're really in it. Because it's like yeah. you're just doing. If it you because... force someone into it, then it's... yeah, you're the... it's not genuine, and that's that's like the whole point. It's meant to be genuine. Like if it's not genuine, what's the point? You're just doing it because. Yeah. Like, is like... I also think yeah. it's so. Correct me if you don't agree, or like feel free to sort of rebut that. Mm-hmm. But I think some people that I've met that come from quite sheltered backgrounds, where they have gone to um, into like this religion that their parents are in, mm-hmm. or this faith that their parents are in. And they go with that. Certain people can be so closed-minded as well to other yeah. cultures and faiths, especially yeah, if they yeah. haven't been exposed to it. And again, I know you personally are so like, you know, open to everyone. You're not very, you have to be Christian. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas I think people who are a bit like that with any faith, not just Christianity, it can be quite off-putting. And it's such a, it's like a weird kind of, um, it puts you in this weird kind of tone with that person where yeah. you don't know where you stand and then you also don't <laughs> want to... I think you know who I'm talking about as well. <laughs> where I, I've had that experience firsthand quite recently. And it's sort of like you don't know where you stand because anything can turn into a bit of an ambush. Yeah. But if you've been exposed to loads of different cultures from a young age, you kind of know how to cohabitate. Mm-hmm. And not cohabitate, cohabitate, cohabitate. Habitat, cohabitate. Habitat. I think cohabitate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounded so wrong in my head. But you know, you, you need to learn how to live with sort of other cultures and be accepting of them. Yeah. You don't, yeah. So I think those kind of experiences in your formative years is so is so important as well. Mm-hmm. Because they're in the real world, not everyone is going to agree with you. Exactly. This stands for religion, politics, you know, race, race, everything. You need to be exposed to people from a young age to mm-hmm. be able to live sort of harmoniously with them i definitely agree yeah because like if we don't get that experience it just leads to more problems like either you become like how you said like so close-minded or um the opposite is like you become so open-minded that you don't believe anyone and you're just like yes yeah. do my own thing like which isn't a bad thing as well, I think, is that as long as you're in that mindset, I don't this is my personal opinion, mm. you know this is what I'm like, but as long as you're not hurting anyone yeah. and you're not hurting anyone's feelings, do what you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, like be open to everything. Don't shut anyone out just because yeah. of their opinions. Like look at them for the personnel, not their opinions. I would say, I agree. I would say, but I would say don't believe like opposing things like say if if you say you believe in something you should be integral about it that's one thing that i like a lot like even if like this sounds gonna sound controversial but like say if you even if you're racist right yeah don't don't say you're not racist yeah don't don't say you're not racist don't don't pretend like oh i got i got three black friends no you're racist like live live by that like like be integral with your the racist like I would <laughs> I show me how play. racist you are. I hope you come out of it, but like it's for like the people like they they know they won't change their mind ever. Like at yeah. least be integral. Don't try and like save yourself because like your job's in jeopardy. Because these things come with it. Like everything comes with a consequence. Like yeah. even your beliefs. So 
at least stand on it like don't don't try and yeah. be like oh i'm not racist or like say if uh um well, I'm, i i i know exactly what you mean because i'm like that politically and you know i'm very <laughs> i'm very politically strong in my opinions and i don't like to stray away from them obviously i'll listen to someone but i'm not going to yeah. go oh yeah i guess like no yeah. i don't agree with that i'll let you believe that but i don't agree with that yeah just I'm not be very true to what you believe in yeah you don't have to agree with someone to like have a conversation with them and like listen to their point of view for sure but like I, I don't like people who be like oh yeah you're right or yeah don't uh, cave into it yeah don't don't do that don't, uh, like i oh well, cause <laughs> you i think you and i are a perfect example of that where we discuss things like you know religion and faith quite often without even not in a let's sit down and talk about this. Yeah. Like it just comes up out of the blue yeah. but and we're both of quite well, very different faiths you know you're monotheist monotheist kind of thing we're from <laughs> a very weird kind of faith but we're open to listen to each other and talk about it yeah it's not like but you're also not going to say yeah okay like i just give into your you know yeah, yeah i i respect you and that's it kind of thing yeah and this I'm- is my like my I'm not expecting it to change anyone's mind either. Like I'm not going in saying I'm gonna force you to like You're not there to mind. convert people. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm just here to explain my side and help people explain it like in the best way and the clearest way and make sure they're not wrong about what I believe. Like they don't get the yeah. wrong the wrong idea. Impression, yeah. It's like saying like me thinking Muslims, um it's like when people think Muslims are like terrorists and stuff like that. And yeah. then like um they correct people i'm not they're not trying to turn me muslim they're just trying to say no this is not what we do this is like this is yeah. how we do it and it's like okay i understand but i don't have to go oh you're right maybe i should be a muslim yeah. now it's like no it doesn't have to be like that just stay in but no integrity. yeah, yeah. And, i mean like yeah sorry yeah like one of my closest friends uh like you remember asal she, I learned so much about her faith from her. She was Muslim. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's not me going, I totally agree with everything that you believe in. Right. But also, I respect your faith and your culture. And you just learn so much. About, like, you need to be able to appreciate and understand other people's faith as well. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, being in that environment where you are exposed to these different cultures, you learn so much. Mm-hmm yeah and also about people's i think habits and stuff you so much of that comes from their background yeah yeah because i i think my job like as a christian or like any religion i say your job is not to change people's minds it's just to make sure they get the right message about like your faith it's like you yeah. can't deceive and then if they so happen to change their mind and it's like you're giving them the option if they take it then like that's good that's great yeah but if they don't you don't do anything wrong that's what, that yeah that's that's how it is that's how they want to choose like let them choose that it's like a job application you give them the brief if they want to take yeah. the job let them take the job if they don't want it then okay yeah someone else will want the job like <laughs> no exactly but again that that's that's the difference between i think a lot of that people don't understand because the same person that i was talking about earlier um <laughs> she took a very opposite kind of stance on that i think a total 180 on what you believe is that and i've never been exposed to something like that before i went to a catholic school 
not once was I forced into the religion. Not once mm-hmm. was I been, once was I told you have to do this. It was they literally said, "Look, we understand that you're not Christian. If you want to participate in church, you can. You, if you don't want to, you don't have to." Wow. Like completely, you know, it's your choice. Um, same with secondary school. Like I've interacted with, I think people of almost every faith, and not once has someone been like, "You have to come with me. You have to do mm-hmm. this." Or why do you believe no one's questioned my faith? They've just spoken about theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first time in my 23 years on this planet, <laughs> I was exposed to somebody who <laughs> sort of cornered a friend of mine. I can talk about this because she doesn't have um, yeah. <laughs> doesn't have social media. But um, one of my flatmates uh, questioned another one of my flatmates on her faith. Mm-hmm. Um, over my who my flatmate who's an artist and she drew a painting of a buddha of the buddha sorry and it was a, a gorgeous painting she put it in the sitting room for everyone to see because it was like oh guys look what i just made um and this flatmate came in, in a very sort of aggressive i want to say stance which oh, i also no. understand because of I, I understand because of her her sheltered upbringing mm-hmm. and the sort of upbringing that she's had has been very focused on showing people the light and kind of convert I, I want to say that it's quite evangelistic yeah, yeah um and we'd never been exposed to that before so the fact that she came in <laughs> with this kind of stance that was like come with me like you have to do why are you doing why do you believe in that sort of it and and it does put people off because then you're like why are you making me feel like an idiot mm-hmm. you know just respect my sort of faith and yeah. she was very like, why do you believe in the, like, you know, that's wrong, right? And we're like, well, that's not the right way to go about it, is it? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's the wrong way. If you want to explain what you believe in, go for it. I'm happy to listen to you for three to four hours. But like, don't, yeah, don't, don't make someone feel stupid and don't put someone down about mm-hmm. it. Because I feel like that's what, that's one of the negative like perceptions some people have about like Christians, like they think they're better than everyone else because they have this new, but that's not, that's not true. Not even, I don't even think it's better. I don't think it's the fact that they're better than everyone. I think people don't like to be, people don't like to have things pushed on them. Right, right, right. You know, so I think there's a really negative impression of a lot of people, a lot of Christians, and I think quite a lot of American Christians are like, I don't want to generalize, but the, the most I, the most I've seen of it, like from from America, um, this is just on social media and stuff. But the kind of people that, yeah, you know, preach to you yeah. in a way to tell <laughs> you that you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was going to say it's, it's it's more of the like conservative. Actually, that's not even true. I'm not even going to say that because I have seen like some people that I know that's kind of like that and it's sometimes it's the Africans as well I will admit um she, she is she, she yeah, is African, yeah, she is African. So. it's it's from Uganda I would say it's a mixture of being sheltered and then also some people are just like aggressive in that nature like when there's something they believe they think that like that is it yeah like you have to like it wait can i ask you yeah i don't because i don't want to get this wrong i don't want to generalize but is it 
do you reckon it's people who have themselves been converted mm, who then who then see it as their mission to convert other people but then they come across in the wrong way like because i find with all my christian friends that i've ever had mm-hmm. not one of them has been not one no, never have i ever felt as though they were trying to convert me yeah but i i know that educating people is very important and you that's what you do you educate me mm-hmm. like if i ask you a question you'll answer it you won't sort of make it preachy yeah yeah so do you reckon it's that do you reckon it's the people that have i like that you brought that point out because i would say i can't say it's always the case but as most of the time it is the case because there's a thing yeah it's, it's like a term in like the christian community we like to... <laughs> sorry i'm not <laughs> we I'm like not to say it. uh it's like on fire for god which basically means yeah. like you're so in it, like you're reading your Bible every single day and you're, cause it's like, it's something new to you. And it's like, wow, like you want to discover everything at once. And so yeah, that's, that's, that's why uh, they, they have such a passion. They want to convert everyone because it's like they found the truth and they want everyone to know the truth. So yeah, that, that happens a lot. Like I've seen it a lot and it usually cools down like once they've like the years have passed um yeah but that initially that's how people are um which i wouldn't say is the right way to go because um like i know in the bible it talks about being gracious and sweet with your words like when you're talking to people mm-hmm. because um so why a... are you so mean to me all the time <laughs> <laughs> why are you so rude to me because we have a different relationship to one every every time you bully me i'm gonna quote the bible Does, at you what was that have, quote what was that quote don't Say worry that loud. don't worry about it we we have be a different... gracious be sweet and gracious with your words joshua we, we have a different relationship okay so that's give that's... me the site give me the citation what's the citation <laughs> i need to find it actually but I'll I'll look for it and I'll speak at the same time so i was it's... about to say sapiens it's not sapiens <laughs> what's <laughs> what's the thing oh i've forgotten it never mind just go on just Um, ignore me i was gonna say we have a different relationship yeah but um no for sure there's a quote i always quote this all the time but it's it's like my favorite quote it's um okay there's there's multiple okay that's the the one i I think of collations not sapiens um well, there's different, but okay. It says, "Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how how you ought to answer each person." Okay. And then there's another one, Proverbs 16, verse 24, which says, "Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body." Yeah. Yeah. Are, be nice to people. Like. Oh, okay. I found. Okay, yeah. It's a, a different version it says kind words are like kindly sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. So it's, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um See, well, this is what this is what kind of gets to me because then there's stuff like that in the Bible. And then there are people who do the polar opposite. Like I understand like you know, with Roe v. Wade in America mm-hmm. right now, fine, if your faith means that you don't believe in it, mm-hmm. stick to it. But yeah. then don't go and terrorize other people about it yeah 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 each their own you know it's so yeah 
It's so like because uh do you know what i mean about it i get what you mean it's uh how did i thought just leave my head it's a thing where it's like uh people oh yeah so those people would consider us like weak christians for being nice to people because they'll be like they'll think we're uh like catering to those people and like you're being a pushover basically yeah yeah and that's like there's like there's like a thing now because there's so many rappers like you know there's rappers coming out like doing like this jesus pose and stuff like that and putting themselves on crosses and yeah, because because I... that's like a continuous thing people are saying oh the chris why are they why are they so weak like why are they not standing up like if it was a muslim they would have like beat him up or something like that yeah um but the thing is right like with stuff like that what's the point because it's just it's just gonna perpetuate a negative. Who's gonna become Christian after that? He's like, okay, exactly. I mean, uh, what's his name? Yeah. The baby went on the cross, and then we beat him up. Like, okay, the that Christians, just sets a negative impression. Yeah, they're like, oh, Christians are well. violent. Like, and then what's yeah? The, like people still talking about the Crusades, and like, <laughs> so it's like, how would even like the uh, before Jesus? What's his name? Jesus is uh. What's it called? <laughs> his death. <Ross? laughs> yeah. Was crucifixion. crucifixion. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? One of the disciples. Oh, I can't remember which one. I think it was Peter. When they uh, the guards Peter. came to, to to take Jesus away, he had like a sword and he he like cut one of their ears off. And then Jesus was basically like, no, like don't do that. Like don't be. Violent. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like we're not meant to retaliate with violence anyway. Yeah. Just, just let. An eye for an eye would make the whole world blind. Yes, Gandhi. (laughs) Gandhi, my my boy Gandhi. Let just let God handle it. Like I'm not saying be a pushover. There'll be a pushover. Be integral, but at the same time, you don't have to use your hands. Like it's it's the kind of thing where you know, like look at Charlie Hebdo. Mm -hmm. Like what happened there. It's it takes five people who have sort of a negative perception of their own faith to mm-hmm. make to set a bad impression for the whole faith yeah you know like yeah you don't have to agree with it and yeah you don't have to support it but don't harm other people and you know mm-hmm. sort of harm the whole image yeah along with it and it, uh, this goes for everyone. It's not even just like religion, like any no, sort of group. Politics as well. Yeah. Yeah. Any sort of group, anything <clears throat> that you believe in, you don't have to hit people to like get your point, or you don't have to shout at people either to get your point across. Like, like just... with the 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 painting stuff that just happened with Extinction Rebellion. Yeah, that's so like, dumb. Don't, <laughs> don't do don't do stuff like that. Like people will support you if you're, you know telling people facts and giving them actual educational stuff don't don't tape yourself to a million dollar painting that's centuries old ruin historical <laughs> artifacts just to get a point it makes people hate you more yeah, yeah. it makes people angry don't do things that make people want to turn against you because <laughs> uh, i i get i get why they're mad though, because there are some people like going back to the integrity thing, there's some people that are so like they'll they'll label themselves Christian, but they're not, they're not really. Like they'll be like 
they'll do everything under the sun, but they'll just go under that label. And then yeah. people will be like, oh, here's a good Christian. But like they're not they're not really representing Christianity in the way that like it should be. But because they're put on the pedestal, it makes people it makes those other people angry and they're like they're like, you're not representing Christianity right. Let me shout out to do it. And then they get aggressive and then now there's like a negative perception. And then because yeah. people like me. I'm not saying I'm a perfect Christian, but like I try to be. But like Bit people like <laughs> people like me, they're they're quite behind the scenes. Like they're quite quiet about that. Like they don't like they're not outwardly. That's, yeah. They, they didn't put us on the mainstream. Like they wouldn't put me on the mainstream to talk about Christianity. Like ever. Yeah. So th- those are the only two uh, ideas of Christianity that people see. It's the same with Muslims. Like you either see terrorism or you'll see uh someone who's like a bit wishy washy. Um Yeah. It's 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 it is a bit annoying, but at the same time, I I believe if I just like stay true to like the truth will come out regardless. It's it's all about you at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. It's how you choose to do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So who cares about everyone else really? Mm-hmm. the quote that I, I remember the quote that I was going to say was um, you probably know it I always say uh, yes it's a pizza still pizza if it's up, if it's delivered upside down but the delivery yeah. is messed up that's my yeah. favourite quote you said that to me so many times I love that quote so you much you said it so many times because when I heard it I was like oh my gosh that makes so much sense I think it's so true <laughs> yeah it's still a pizza but yeah it's still a pizza like you're still telling the like the truth right but it's It's about how you do it yeah it's like how your friend like well your friend but (laughs) my my yeah your your roommate (laughs) my flatmate yeah like if she delivered the pizza upright you might have been like oh okay uh this is a nice pizza well this is what i mean you deliver the pizza upright she delivers it upside down yeah, and then it's like it's all messy. You're like, oh, like I don't want this pizza. Like, you can yeah. take that back. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's exactly that. Because the just... thing, the things I've told to you, I'm sure she would agree with. But just because I've said it in a different way, it's like it, it will sound different, but it's not really that much different. Yeah, people don't like to have things shoved down their throats. I mm-hmm. think that's what it is. And when that starts to happen, even if what you say makes sense, this is to do with everything. Yeah, it's just, people just really people block it off. Yeah, it's, that's very true. That's very true. I think that's that's probably why we have so many issues because the people that are the loudest get heard the most, and then so people just block 100%. it off. And it's like I don't want to hear you. I don't listen to you. Like hundred percent. Like. <laughs> ew. ew he's got the luggies <laughs> run away um okay so the last question i was gonna ask you was um is there actually there's was... two questions so is there a way to amarillo oh, okay, <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> is there <laughs> is there anything that you took away from going to that going to like a Catholic school that you still carry with you now. So like whether it's 
something to do with like discipline or like it doesn't have to necessarily be religious but is there anything that you still keep with you today that you learned there I think other than the way I speak because that was a very big thing they were very <laughs> big on big on pronunciation and speak speaking properly and grammatically mm-hmm. sort of cr- grammatical correctness but um other than that I would say I don't know actually that's quite a difficult question because I don't I feel like a lot of things especially from those years which are quite formative in how you behave as a person um they're so ingrained in you that you don't even realize that that's where they came from Mm -hmm. um so it's quite a difficult question but I would say definitely discipline definitely sort of that accountability is a big thing is if you we were that was a very big sort of theme in our school was if you've done something wrong own up to it yeah don't don't shy away from it just say you've done it because the consequences of being sort of taking accountability for your own actions will be far sort of less extreme than if you don't if you don't you're going to end up in 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 a bigger mess than what you would have if you just said yeah it was me um i don't know another one would probably be you know yeah discipline like knowing when to do things when not to do things when to say sorry um yeah that kind of stuff I think that those were the kind of Christian values that they really tried to put in us was you know forgive and forget move on be willing to forget like forgive people and stuff like that which is again easier said than done Mm -hmm. but I feel like somewhere in your head that's still there where it's like yeah you know get over it it's fine but other than that I don't actually know that's a really hard question it is (laughs) that's a really hard question yeah Yeah, I don't know definitely Uh, that sort of strict that strictness is still there yeah yeah I know (laughs) that strictness is still there yeah yeah I I can't I can't think of it I feel like you um project that too like towards other people which is I think is yeah. a good thing like you make sure people are like take accountability for their actions like say yeah. if I did something wrong you'd say you did I would wrong. say you're wrong yeah, yeah you're wrong you're like you know you're wrong you <laughs> I shall I, I don't I don't I'm a, I think I'm a very straightforward person like yeah. if I don't like something I'll say I don't like it if I think yeah. something's wrong I'll say I think I think that's wrong you might not think that's wrong but I think that's wrong <laughs> you know yeah apologize I was, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. be like apologize you did something wrong so yeah I, I always I think I'm I think I'm mixed like sometimes I like to see the other person's side before I do you I, I do, you do, do that no, no I do, do you? like I can't Maybe say with names your other friends. <laughs> I can't say names but like sometimes I'm like well, it, it's usually towards people like say, like say like, oh, I don't like this person. I'm like, say, say, it's oh, but... say, say, it's Like say, say, like, oh, I don't like this person. I'm like, oh, what? Like you have to okay, give a chance. You, like you got... you've done that to me. You've yeah, done like, that to me. Let, let, let... Why? Like we have to. <laughs> You've definitely done. You've said that to me multiple yeah. times. I don't know. I just, I just feel a bit bad for that person. Like even if they, they were bad. Like it just, I don't know. Something in me. 
it, it, it's different if they do something though. wrong to me though it's different that's yeah. different i think i think the, the both of us say that quite a lot we're like they're not a bad person mm. this is a general thing by the way we're not talking about a specific person yeah but if we're like you know they're not a bad person i just don't like that they did this yeah yeah it's being able to separate the facts that their actions do not reflect them as a person mm-hmm. yeah. or something that they've done one-off a one-off is not their entire personality or their sort of whatever yeah because yeah. i i oh, you like to give people a chance you definitely yeah. like to give people a chance because this comes out this doesn't come out very wrong but i don't think anyone is a good person but when no. i say that i don't mean that people don't do good things I think someone has the ability to do good things. Like you could do a lot of good things, but I think when you've done something wrong, automatically it's easier. that that cancels out you trying you being a good person. Because I think someone that's good always does good things. But because we're human, yeah. right? We have the ability to do bad things, and sometimes we do bad things. Like sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's unintentional. But that negates us being good people. But um. I th- I would say that allows me to have empathy for other people because I know that I could be capable of doing those things. Some things, yeah. not all things. Like I'm not gonna. There's some. Get I'm not gonna murder no one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, say if it's something small, like uh, I misspoke and I said something bad about someone, like, or yeah. I accidentally pushed someone <laughs> and they fell over. <laughs> accidentally. Or accidentally, accidentally or intentionally. Say that to my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't stop those things from happening. So. Every, every, <laughs> every scar on my knee is from you and Jayanne pushing me. <laughs> it was, uh, it was in I still have, I still have bruises on my arm. Hey, that, that was in self defense, or it was, uh, you accidental me. You I, i've never no, 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 no. I've, I've never intentionally hurt you for no reason no it wasn't intentional you just, i think you just don't realize how strong you are and then you grab someone and then it bruises and it hurts <laughs> that's that's my closing statement i i never intentionally hurt Savani. uh i'm not a criminal. <laughs> i'm not a woman beater i don't hurt women uh Savani can come in my defense I'm not a woman beater, so I'm... <laughs> you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not. You're not a woman beater. <laughs> no. But I, yeah, I can vouch for that in that, a court of law. <laughs> my point is that, um, yeah, like everyone has. I don't like when people say, "Oh, he's such a good person." Like, no, I'm not really. Like, I, I do yeah. good things. I try to be. There's a difference between trying to be and being one. I don't think anyone can be, but I think everyone has the ability to try to be. And that's what I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's the that's what you can do, isn't it? At the mm-hmm. end of the day. Not no no one's gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's a dangerous mindset to have as well. When yeah. you see someone as perfect, because the second they do something wrong, you're like, oh my gosh, like what you're a horrible person. Can, and that's usually why um people get into like uh, abusive relationships and stuff like that and like yeah really bad breakups because they saw that person as like the best person ever in the beginning and because they were mm-hmm. so blinded by that 
the they didn't see the red flags and then when they start to reveal themselves that's when they're like oh whoa like what's happening what happened? Yeah. Yeah, they like they woke up or something and it's like whoa yeah. like what's going on because <laughs> it is like i'm not I'm saying see the... now. I'm, lose the job. <laughs> I'm not saying you should see the bad in everyone but just have it in the back of your head like not everyone's like a hundred percent yeah no no one's perfect like even the the pastor in your church he's not perfect the, no, uh, I'm an inherently aggressive person. I can't help that. <laughs> your parents aren't perfect, okay? No. Give people some slack a little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Not too much. And my last question for you is, uh, well, I don't know if you're going to, but if you ever have children, I, don't, I know you, you're, not, you're not the funnest of children. Yeah. <laughs> but if you really have like children, this. would you send them to Catholic school? And for um, how long, if you do? Ah. I think... Oh. Probably. Definitely a school with... I think... I think a primary... The primary school experience is the most important experience that you have. Mm-hmm. Without knowing it. Because that's when you learn everything. Yeah. So, I think definitely for primary. If not Catholic just a school with very strict sort of foundational values not not the kind of schools that are like oh my god he's learning how to paint with his fingers and like, that's amazing <laughs> or he didn't punch billy today so that's really good uh no like you know that kind of discipline yeah. so maybe may catholic but again i feel like from what it was when i was younger catholic schools have changed they're not as good as they used to be mm-hmm. They're not as strict as they used to be. They don't have the same kind of values that they used to have. And I think that's to do with the changing sort of curriculum and yeah. culture of yeah. our society in general. Definitely. Some yeah. stuff that they were allowed to say and do to us is not allowed anymore. So Whoa. that sounds... Or, or the Catholic <laughs> Church, you never know. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> don't sue me. Um, uh, but, you know, like a lot of it has changed I think parents are a lot sort of like more fickle in that way do you know what I mean I, yeah. I can't believe you said that to my kid yeah so like, yeah. get over it um yeah but probably I'd say definitely like a stricter school mm-hmm. yeah I, I would say it feels like a, a a diverse Catholic school I probably would yeah yeah that's that's one of the main issues that I had is the lack of diversity mm-hmm. where you don't feel comfortable in your own sort of culture and your skin yeah because you're trying to emulate whatever what, what's around you because I, I think I, yeah I agree with that I think children are the like most least racist like people oh, 100%. In the world. like a child would go up to anyone just become friends with them like yeah now, unless their parents taught them like don't not don't to do yeah yeah don't stay with that person like i i would say everything every like a uh, stereotypical thought i've had in my head is is probably for my parents I can't oh yeah 100% 100% so <laughs> like don't talk to them that <laughs> you'll be for nigerians but at the same time it's based off their experiences as well but it's because yeah. times have changed it's not like that anymore but yeah because that's what they say it's hard it's like, to yeah it's hard to come out of that it's like yeah, yeah when that's been your whole childhood and your upbringing it's really hard to come out of that but again yeah 
going yeah. that that's why I say formative years are the most important ones. It's like with white people and it's like there's black people, oh, there's coloured people. <laughs> Sorry, them coloured kids. <laughs> yeah, they're coloured kids. They're messed up. <laughs> well, over here is more like there's Asians, like. Oh, is it now? Huh? I'd say no, no, no. Really? Like, yeah, I'd say like Asians get more hate in England than than black people. I would say, personally, I've seen it more. Really? I would say so. I tell I'm in that way. I think we're pretty privileged that. I don't know about you, but I tell I'm pretty privileged that I've not had a negative, like a, an overtly negative um, experience I like that before. Semi have, but because I didn't take it in that way, I would say that's that kind of reduced it. But I'd say if someone else maybe had that experience, they would treat it a different way. But because I just didn't really care at the time, yeah, I was like, yeah, eh, whatever. And I'll say it's because you're, you're like whatever major well. loser. <laughs> like I'll say, if you had an Indian accent, it'd probably be different. Yeah, I think that that that's quite a negative thing, but it definitely how you appear and how you present yourself is quite an important way. Yeah, of so reducing like, that kind of negative. I would say I have more privilege over than like someone who was same age as me and had like an African accent like or like a Ghanaian yeah. accent they don't treat them a lot more differently they're like oh yeah. he's well spoken like oh he's one of the good ones yeah he's like he's yeah. one of the good ones but yeah <laughs> that's a oh. conversation for another day <laughs> that's let's episode two okay <laughs> six part episode do you think America's more racist or America's more oh. outwardly racist do, do you know what I was going to say that I think in Britain, people are racist. They're just very low-key about it. Mm-hmm. You can tell by the way they look at you and the way they speak to you, but it, like, it will never the be other side of the like, road, racist. Yeah, it will never be like, you, yeah, yeah. like, that's what you get in America. Yeah, But yeah. <laughs> over here, it, it's very like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like, <laughs> Billy, don't be friends with him. <laughs> Surprisingly, I didn't experience any racism in America, which I'm probably I'm grateful for. Like a policeman oh. even waved at me, a white policeman. The fact that that's how low the bar is. <laughs> a policeman waved. He didn't shoot me. He just waved at me. <laughs> <laughs> and one drove me to my house. Well, not in his car. It was like a, a campus, like like a golf cart. I think I it was campus how, police. I love how in America, it's like don't get in a car with a policeman because they could just shoot you. Like, I was a bit, you know, yeah. like, don't get a car with a stranger. It was a bit weird. I, it was at night and he was like patrolling. And then he's like, oh, do you want to ride to your, uh, your house? I was like, okay. And then I jumped in. Joshua, that's how people get kidnapped. Did you ask know, for his badge? But, <laughs> but maybe because of my, my accent, he's like, he's one of the good ones. Did you, did you ask for a badge? Friendly. No, I didn't. <laughs> Joshua, that could have been anyone. <laughs> that's literally stranger danger one no, but I, i've seen him drive people around before yeah so. that doesn't make it okay <laughs> jimmy savile drove people around ted bundy literally picked people up and drove them around all the time <laughs> but okay but i survived so it's fine well you're a lucky one <laughs> you're one of the lucky ones okay Just don't it would have been a great story though anyway well, no, if you're dead in a well, if, I, if I survive in Maryland, <laughs> no one's gonna come find you in Maryland. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he wasn't Ted Bundy, okay? He was just the nice... Where, where was your... Was it Virginia or Baltimore? Virginia, Virginia. Oh, they, they don't even care. They're too busy singing, singing Country Roads. <laughs> they don't, they don't, they're not going to come look Shout out to Virginia. Shout out to Mary hey. Washington. No. I think that's why you got confused because the university is called Mary Washington. Yeah, no, I think you mentioned Baltimore a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, because that was that was the that was the hood. Baltimore was dodgy. That was the hood. Literally, I rolled down my windows in Baltimore, and all I could smell was weed. I was like, oh, "Great, <laughs> <laughs> I know where I am." <laughs> that's the hood. Baltimore well, is not everywhere. The hood. But... It's it's like waves of hood between. It's like, I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> it's like South Africa, because South Africa uh, you, can, you can look one side and see like the shanty towns, and you look the other side and it's just like beautiful houses. It's kind of like Baltimore, but Baltimore's like sandwiched in between, so you yeah. can walk down the road, see a nice house, and then you'll see like some hood, and then you see a nice house. And... It's very <laughs> strange. Sprinkle a bit of sprinkle a bit of hood. In yeah. The it's, because it's like the end of a road, it'd be like Baltimore Pier, which is like this lovely like area with museums. And That's stuff where like. I went to. But if you walk back, you'll just walk into a hood with like one Popeyes and then uh, a spray. Dude, <laughs> we, we, were, we were like driving to the pier and we drove to this gas station in the middle, right? And it was literally the scariest gas station I've ever seen in my life. Like my cousin was like, roll the windows up. <laughs> like, do not look at anyone. Just get the gas and leave. Like it was terrifying. It's absolutely, oh my God. But then, yeah, the pier area was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh. It's so strange. It's just the uncertainty that you can get shot at any mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. It's kind of like you're living in a video game. You're like, oh, how many lives? Yeah, it's like a movie. That's what I was, <laughs> it's literally like a movie. You could get killed at any point. Any point. It's like, because <laughs> we went to Brooklyn and you know when the guy in Brooklyn, was it the shooting? Was it Machete? I feel like Machete is very London. I think it was a gun. And he got on the, like, the subway <laughs> and he was shooting up Brooklyn Bridge like station or something. Oh my and gosh. we were driving into Brooklyn and I was like, maybe not. Let's just... Ooh, scared the other way. It's always something to do with guns. Like, put the gun down. <laughs> no, because it's against our. Was it the Third Amendment or something? Second. Second. The right something to bear like. arms. But you don't use in your arms. You're using a, a weapon. <laughs> Didn't. You're hilarious. You're absolutely hilarious, mate. Yeah. Se- Second Amendment. Yeah. Which I also don't get because the constitution. Oh, I have so many issues with the constitution. <laughs> the constitution. <laughs> the constitution says I have the right to bear arms, but no, because it was written in like what seventeen eighty seven. I think so. It's you needed old. guns. That's when you needed guns because there were like literally wars every two years. You don't need them now. Get rid yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. This is why it's good to not have a written constitution. Also, not good because they can change it and revoke your human rights at any time. But... Like, I, I get there's people that have guns and there's people that are dangerous, right? With the guns, right? Yeah. But don't give people legal right to have guns because it's going to create more of that. If, if I'm thinking, oh, where can I get a gun? Because I want to kill oh, someone. Walmart. Let's go. Oh, to yeah. Asda. Let me just go across the store. Let me get a gun. And then now I, I can kill someone. And I know how to, because they have to train you to, to own the gun as well. It's like, 
thing. Like, I love how they give you training thinking it's going to make it safer. Like, I, I so understand many. the reason it's for protection, but you're also but creating no. more problems when you do that. But we're... Look, I... We're more protected without guns in this country. I know there's knife crime, but mm-hmm. you can't kill a hundred people in a minute with a knife. Yeah. You know, but, unfortunately stabbings happen a lot, but it's like a it's such a lower casualty rate. It's the same to... principle. It's like say if they gave us all knives here, they're like, Oh, you you can have a knife to protect yeah. yourself. It's like the people gonna go stabbing. More... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if it's like a very, it's not a rare occurrence here, but again, it's limited. Mm-hmm. This is your, you're giving a 17 year old a rifle. How long does it take to do that and shoot people out? And it, it, the thing is, I, I feel like a lot of people make irrational decisions as well. Like say if yeah. I feel like someone's confronting me, I could just shoot them. Without, I have, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, crap. And then I just shoot them in, like, fear. And, and then you might like, not oh. even had anything on them. Yeah. This aren't the police, guys. This aren't the police. Come <laughs> on. They don't need them. Do what we have. Give them those batons. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you see someone with that, you're more likely to be like, guys, Come on, break it up. Yeah, that diamond looks more aggressive too. So it's like, yeah, you get your point across. <laughs> they might break a couple bones, but at least they're not dead. Because I, know. I feel like with a gun, you can make an excuse as well. Like, oh, I wasn't thinking. Like, oh, save your police. My finger slipped. Yeah, your police might be like, oh, maybe my finger slipped. I wasn't thinking. With a baton, you can't. Like, you're you're beating you the guy. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's it'll raise. Like, oh, it, my baton slipped a hundred times. Yeah, you can't you can't lie with a baton. You can't be like, oh, <laughs> I couldn't stop beating him. My arm <laughs> just. <laughs> I, I picked I picked him up and then it's I dropped it and I picked it up and I dropped it again. <laughs> like what? Oh, what are you gonna say? You know. <laughs> and it just so happened to hit his head. Every I couldn't stop time beating him. <laughs> my arm was on autopilot. <laughs> Man, that's funny. That's a whole other topic. But it's not for the guy that got beaten to death, Joshua. That's true. Don't give them tasers. I think tasers are better than guns, though. Like, do you know the ones that shoot out? Better than guns, yeah. Taser, taser. Yeah, I had had no no idea how tasers work for like the longest time. Really? I said I had no idea how. No. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> I like literally I think I found out a year ago how tasers actually work I don't it's know like I two thought needles it like... and it's... yeah I thought they were like <laughs> shooting out lasers or something you know <laughs> I didn't realize something came out of the thing I think they should give them tasers and then like pellet guns yeah, yeah like rubber bullets they can, they can get it they can get the, they can get out the system <laughs> but they're not going to kill the person because I with a baton, I guess the the guy could run away. So how are you going to reach? The, like I guess you could throw the baton, but you'd have to be a really good aim. But, we'll just put them through a medical test where they have to be able to sprint. <laughs> that's good. Though. We should have more fit policemen. Like, well, that's what we have, right? Like they have to be physically I think fit. So. I think so. But I've never seen a fat policeman. I've seen a couple. 
Oh, have you? I'm not. Yeah. Maybe the ones that are only on street patrol, like, <laughs> they, they don't do anything. But yeah, Taser, like, you wouldn't have to go too far. Just like, catch yeah. them. And then they get on the ground. Oh. Or just, like, you know, have a motorbike. Get on the ground. <laughs> get on the floor, punk. <laughs> punk. <laughs> punk. <laughs> I love calling people punk. Get on the floor, punk. <laughs> I've had enough of you. This is like some seventies cop movie. <laughs> he's got a he's got a trash stash. Get on the floor, punk. <laughs> <laughs> You're under arrest. How did this turn into cops beating people? Did... I I don't even know. I don't even know <laughs> about Catholic school. <laughs> Catholic school to to how police the police should be reformed. I'm gonna connect this. Okay, Catholic school, right? Catholic school. Catholics, priests, <laughs> <laughs> priests, uh, predators. accusations, predators, <laughs> police, and now we're here. Yeah. See, we connected it all together. Exactly. There we are. Police reform. Well, guys, uh, that's that's very educational. Have you got some education on that? I think it was a great conversation. I think it was always a great conversation, to yeah. be honest. Um, uh, you if can anybody follow... wants to come to Kid Cuddy with me, please let me know. <laughs> can you follow Shivani <laughs> on her three, four, five? No, just two. Her two Instagram accounts. You've got Shivani Trevetti, which That's is S H I B A N I T R E. No, T R I V E D I. Yeah, there you go. And then I'm not even going to bother trying to spell the other one. It's Chef English. That's the easiest one. It's Chef I-N-G with S-H-I-V. Okay. And then you don't need to follow me. But yeah. Um... You do. What's it? (laughs) J-A-O-B. Joshua O-B dot art. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Shivani. Um, Thank you, Joshua. And yeah. See you next time, guys. Goodbye. See you. Do you want to be my...